Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living La Belle Vie. I am your host, Monday Young, um, life and expat coach. And today we're going to be talking about understanding how global parenting can help your children. I am excited that I'll be speaking with Connie Lexia, who is a cross-cultural consultant specialized in helping expat spouses and third culture kids and has more than 25 years of experience coaching and working with senior leaders, groups, teams, and parents from more than 35 countries. She has moved across Europe over the last 15 years while raising her three daughters who are third culture kids themselves. And it is the challenges that she faced as a parent which led her on her journey to helping other expat spouses and families um, with the challenges that they face living abroad. So hello, Connie, how are you? Thank you, Monday, for inviting me. And I was just listening to your introduction and I loved it. Thank you. A lot of uh, challenges here. Yes, yeah, nice. Yes, yes, yes. good. I'm glad you liked it. I did the best I could. <laughs> Very well done, Monday. Thanks. Well, I just want to say that um, I invited you to come and to, and to speak here today because while I was interviewing you for research um, for myself, um, we really got into talking about the challenges that third culture kids experience and also the, the challenges that expat spouses uh, face. And you really gave me some insights into, or a deeper in, deeper insight, definitely when it comes to third culture kids that I didn't know that much about. And I really wanted to get you on here to share that knowledge with other people who may be out there who have third culture kids and didn't even know that's what they're called. <laughs> and that there are tons of resources to help people who have children that they're moving from different country to different country and, um, and how that actually may be affecting their children and their family. So I wanted to start by you telling us, telling us a bit about yourself and your expat journey and how you got into helping, helping expat spouses and third culture kids. Happy to share. And uh, let me just start off by what you were just saying, that there may be a lot of people outside there who have no idea that they are raising TCKs, third culture kids. And... Uh, I was one of them myself. I only discovered it maybe now it's 10 years ago. Um, and my kids are now 15 and 13. So I raised a couple of years my kids without knowing it's TCKs. But maybe like I can start with, you know, my own journey, which started actually very early on because I am originally from Austria, but I grew up in Germany. So I was already a, what it's called cross-cultural kid because I, I grew up in another country than my origin, my passport country. Uh, without knowing that that it is that different. Germany and Austria, you might say it's, it's anywhere very similar. Yeah, most, most people might think it's similar, but yeah. yeah. But sometimes the more similar, the more difficult it is actually, because people assume, ah, oh, yeah, you know everything. Mm, but that's mm. not true. And, uh, but I was fine. You know, I, I loved my, my, my life in Munich, in Germany, all good. I did my education there. And then 2005, our twin girls were born. And the year after, we then moved outside of Germany. We started off in Paris, okay. uh, lived for one year in Paris, and uh, then moved to the French-speaking part of Switzerland, okay. was an area, and this is where our third, third daughter was born. And we lived there for nine years, and I transitioned out of uh, HR more into the coaching world. 
And then nearly five years ago, we moved further on to the north, to Sweden, where I'm living now in Gothenburg. And nice. while I transitioned out from the corporate world into the coaching, it really was because of my own journey, because of my own life that I had to give up my, my corporate career. I was the homestay mom, yeah. accompanying my, my husband, taking care of the family, living far away from you know the core family. family and, yeah. and this all led them to, okay, th there is many more other people like me. And I really saw the, the need on the one side to help these people, but also the desire from my side. I can give so much to them because I know a lot what's going on. I don't know everything, of course not, yeah. but I know a lot what they're going through and how I can help them there. And so what would you say are, so let's, let's get the definition clear about what is a third culture kid? Third culture kid is a kid who spends the majority of their first 18 years outside their parents' passport country. Okay, okay. And that's okay. The, the, the really definition is uh, the first 18 years because it's a total difference if you move like I then finally did or my husband when we are already adults, when we have established our identity, sure. whereas kids in their developmental years, first 18 years, they need to find their identity. But yeah. so for my kids, who are they? Yes, they have a German and Austrian passport. But for example, Celine, our little one, she grew up in, she was born and grew up in Switzerland the first nine years. So she con considered herself a Swiss. Right. And we always said, yeah. no, you're not Swiss, which was one of my biggest mistakes. And this is what I'm helping parents now. Just because I think that's not true or she doesn't have the passport doesn't mean she doesn't feel like, in this case, Swiss. Because okay. that's the only country she knows. Sure, sure. And I'm pretty sure most people feel like where they're born is where they're from. Right. Right, yeah. right. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I can definitely I can I can definitely understand that. So what would you say? So would you say that that's one of the top sort of challenges that that comes that comes with uh raising a third culture kid? You want them to be where you're from, but they feel like they're from somewhere else. I don't know if this is the, the biggest challenge that I want them somewhere. It could be, but it's really, it's the identity. That's definitely one of the biggest challenges TCKs are going through because it's really this, where am I from? Who am I? Uh, am I German? Am I Austrian? Am I Swiss? Or now we're living in Sweden. Am I Swedish? This is really the biggest question many TCKs have. And also the most painful question is when someone, especially a monoculture kid, comes and says, Hey, Monday, where are you from? And then he said, uh, what are I telling you? Where I moved from? Yeah. Where I have a passport? Where I lived, you know, in between? What is it? So, so this is really, I would say, one of the biggest challenges is really identity, identity. belonging. And so with, with what you're doing in, in helping families and working with the third culture kids, is it helping them to understand how to build that identity or to explain uh, their identity to other people? Both. It, it's really, it's this raising awareness, first of all, okay. that it is an issue just because I think, you know, my kid has this passport, so it is British, but they never lived in Britain. So no, that's not how they feel just because right. I think that's the case. And then making the parents aware and that, no, that's not true. And also one of the things when families move back 
to their passport country, it may be moving back to where the parents are coming from and where they maybe live, but the child may ne never have lived in the UK. So for yeah. them, it's definitely not moving. So then it's like another, another new, move. another new country. Yeah, absolutely. With yeah. a new culture. And even though they may have been exposed to it, visiting family and stuff like that, that's not the same as actually living there and socializing. No. Right. Right. Okay. As we all know, going somewhere on a vacation, even if it's family vacation, is yeah. totally different than living there. Sure, you know, sure. Every so, day. so so that's the first part of the journey is sort of raising that raising that awareness for the parents about how their children might be feeling. Right. Right. Okay. And then so where does that journey go from there? Once that parent gets that sort of awareness, do they have to have conversations with their children around this to kind of see where they're at and and then you know help to guide them towards uh, establishing a global identity? Mm -hmm. So what we are doing in this program where we are helping parents uh, raising their globally mobile children is really is uh, telling, teaching them, first of all, what a TCK is, because you mentioned it before. There's many people who have no idea yeah. what it is. Yeah. And so, whoops, this is my children. Really? I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, first of all, yeah. yes, it is your children if they are globally mobile and, you know, living in different countries. Um Talking about the benefits and the challenges, there's a lot of benefits, of course, with all these TCKs, you know, all these languages they are going to sure. learn, all the different Cultural cultures. Knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's enormous and that's super beneficial. But as everything, you know, every coin has two sides. Yeah, um, sure. it, it comes with a cost. And the cost is really um, less exposure to the core family, to grandparents, right. cousins, and so on. You always need to establish and find new friends. Huh? Sure. That yeah, could also yeah. be a benefit in terms of, A, you making friends pretty soon, but the challenge is you may lose these friends because they move on, you move on. So it's really going through the benefits and challenges for, for, for the kids. And we do always a lot of uh, yeah exercises also with the kids. So really, when I think, where are my kids from? My kids may have a different answer. Right, if I right, would ask, right. if you would ask my kids, where are you from? I say, I always said Germany and Austria. They may say something different. Right. And it's really, it's interesting. You, you want have to, to be, you have to be okay. You have to be okay with that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and really the fears also, what my fears are may not be the fears of my children. Sure. I may fear that they lose their home culture. Identity. Yeah. Or connection. Or connection. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I mean, and which, could think... be, which can be a real fear, especially if you think you're going to repatriate back one day to, to where you came from. So let's talk a bit about what is, what does that mean? Like being a global parent, like what are the, what is the competence that one needs to sort of make sure that they're, they're sort of uh, really taking part in the components that's necessary to be a global parent? So definitely is the openness, yeah? It's the adjustment. So it's easy to adjust so when, when we focus on the kids. So it's the, the, the benefit of having the exposure to a, another host culture, maybe to many host cultures, to establish friendships over borders. Not only, you know, like in my case now, we are in Sweden. We are not only exposed to the Swedish culture, but 
my kids are going to an international school. So we have all these other countries coming in and cultures coming in. So this is really, a, I personally think, a real benefit to be open, open-minded. And we right. have so many conversations going on all across the world now with Black Lives Matter and whatever. Right. They come with a different mindset because sure. for them, every child looks different. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're coming yeah. from all over the world. And for them, they're just children. They don't see any color or yeah. accent or girl or boy. And all that, con- all that conditioning, all the conditioning from the outside world is not really in a child yet. And sometimes, and do you feel like, like sometimes as parents, we might be projecting our perceptions of the world onto our children? Unfortunately, I would say yes. Yeah. And this is really... It works the other way around as well. My kids hold the mirror up to me and said, mom, what are you saying there? Yeah, it it yeah, really, yeah. It's, it, it's incredible when I say, okay, wow, that's really, I didn't even think what I was saying. But they said, no, no, mom, you can't say this. This yeah, is offensive. Yeah. Like, but I didn't mean it. It doesn't matter. But this yeah. is what you said. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. so it, it's really. So they, they tend to have more cultural awareness than their parents, right? <laughs> because they're dealing because in their schools they're dealing with all different types of people from different languages different cultures so they're they're probably a lot more culturally sensitive you know than we are when we're just in our jobs and working and and sort of living sort of a totally different different experience Mm -hmm. so you would say being open open open-minded willing to learn also from your children um and what would be some some other elements of being a global parent that's sort of necessary um i think what what is really necessary is to let go of certain perfectionism because you don't know it all um you have no idea what's going on in a new country when you live there and really focus on what is important for you yes it's important to find a new home great this can be done relatively easy but if is it really necessary that this house is always super clean and always tidy and whatever? Take care of your children, really sure. be with them and, and, and accompany them and say, okay, what's, what, what's going on in, in the school? Huh? What's, mm. What is working well? What, where are you struggling? Being there for your kids, just being there and yeah. listen to what they're saying. Or if you have for smaller children, listen to the nonverbal cues. Huh? So sure, sure. Go with them when they're smaller, you are more welcome in the kindergarten or in the elementary school whereas my kids middle school no mom you don't go there <laughs> yeah they don't want, they don't to, want to see that drop me at the corner like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. no but I would no, say mom. I would say it must be quite challenging if you happen to have a timid child someone who you know especially when they have to like keep making friends over and over and over again do you see you know that must be sort of challenging for a parent to, to support a timid child where that may actually really be um, a real obstacle, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah, yeah, it is. So when the child is younger, then it's again a little bit easier because you as a parent, you can decide, oh, let's have a play date with, oh, this girl seems nice. So this boy seems nice. Let's go and play soccer together or whatever. That's the easier part where the kids are older. Another easier part is the international school. It's it's indeed the international school environment is so much more welcoming because they are used to have constantly new kids coming, kids leaving. So the kids, my kids are always at the beginning of the year, 
during the middle of the year when someone oh we get a new new girl i want to be a friend with her i want to be a friend i hopefully she's in my so there's much more there's excitement. more excitement yeah okay yeah, totally and support so I say, and support yeah. in that sort of environment for yeah. a shy kid going into an international environment i would not be worried because there's okay. really a lot of the, their body systems the teacher take care of them the principal takes care of them so there's really a lot of support and network when it goes to a local school, that may be different because monoculture and international kids, TCKs, totally Not different. the same thing. And I yeah. wanted to touch on that because I was going to say um, international schools is something you have to pay for, right? That's mm-hmm. like it has a it has a tuition and that may not be accessible to no. to to everybody. Right. And sometimes I know with working with, you know, some of my clients in the beginning, the companies paid for that. And then when they went back home, that was no long, they were no longer going to pay for that anymore. So then the, the culture of the child changes in the middle of, uh, in the middle of the transition, something they had been used to for a very long time while they were constantly living abroad now no longer exists. So how do you, what do, what do you say is some of the ways of for, that uh, parents can prepare them their children if they can't be in that international environment? Mm-hmm. What, what or we, what is the challenges that they're facing, the ones who can't give their kids the support of like an international school? Okay, let us start with the second one and then come to what are actually some tools how you can help your, your kids. So I think the, the challenges they are facing is really that the when the kid goes into a monoculture school, let's say, let me call it like this, there is an established friendship already because these classes may go on, you know, a couple of years, it's always the same circle of friends and then, you know, an outsider comes. Totally different international school. So then it's really hard for, for, for this child to go into this new circle where probably no one is interested. Who cares? They are new. They will probably go in two yeah. years. Who's Maybe their parents girl? said already. She thinks she's cute. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, it's yeah, just, yeah. why would they care? They have their circle of friends. Why would they, you know, invite sure. someone new? And this is really then the, the, the moment for the parents to, to be there as much as you can for your child and okay. start teaching them and say, so what we always like to, to encourage our parents is using two skills. One is acknowledging and validating. And the other is superpowers. Use the superpowers of your child. And um, when we start with the superpowers, it's really is this remind your child of a similar situation. Think of, you know, when you first came into a school, even that they, international school, that mm. they were open, you still needed to go there and do something. What has helped you? And bring the same for the, for the new monoculture school. What are your strengths? Are you good at certain sports? Maybe you can ask them, hey, can I join? And also observe. Don't always jump in and say, hey, here I am. Hello, hello, hello. No, observe. That's okay. You don't need to be in the center of attention from day one. Observe. Because no one wants someone who, you know, takes all the, the, how do you say, attention. Attention, yeah. Or the space or who takes all the space as well. observe look what's going on in your class what are they doing mm-hmm. is there something you would like to share with them or you would do as well so give yourself also the time you don't to need to have friends yeah, yeah. To at the first day who has yeah. friends at the first day no yeah. no yeah. one 
yeah observe yeah. look what's going on mm. and with acknowledging and validating it, it's really it's this don't say oh yes it's all you know uh i know how you feel because you don't and mm. you you have an idea how your daughter your son feels but you don't know so it's rather it's much more acknowledging i i can see that you are anxious that you're nervous your yeah. first day of school you don't know anybody sure it's the same yeah. for me i go to a new job, job or a new yeah mom's pta i don't know i'm also nervous yeah sure so what what can you do remind what what helped you the last time when you were nervous so really don't play small and say it's okay you will be okay no this is not a give give them some tools that they know that that you know they have and remind them of those tools and then help them to use them to support themselves in their new transition yeah and is there a such thing as third culture kids fatigue? Do they ever just get tired of changing or moving around and, and meeting new people and changing people? Do they ever just like, I'm done with this? <laughs> do, do parents ever experience any of that? Absolutely. Because every child is different. It could even happen in a, in a family like, like our family. We have three kids. And I remember when the decision was made in Switzerland, we are going to Sweden. I had three different reactions. One of the twins, she was, yeah, fine. Can we go tomorrow? Good. Yeah. The, the other twin was, okay. Um, mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that could be something. Okay. And the little one, she was devastated. She yeah. was crying. And when we came to Sweden, it took us at least a year until she really kind of settled in. Wow. So this already show, it's the same children with the same parents, sure. totally different experience, experience for them. And it could also be the same with moving. Now, now we have also as but one is saying, oh, let's go. C- couldn't we move again? We said, no, we are not moving. Said, no way. If you are moving, I would stay, stay here. here. Yeah. So, yes, for sure. There is this and that child or even in, in the in the parents, it could be also one would like to go, one not. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I could see how that can also that would also be a very emotional experience for the parent. Right. And so in in part of your program, is that something you help the parent with how to deal with that? You have one child who wants to go, one who doesn't, um, you know, dealing with with all of that, plus the spouse or the family has to deal with all the the stuff of moving and the admin and all of these things that are already can be quite stressful um, for people as a whole, especially when they're going to a new country and, and dealing with all the, the, the other stuff that comes with that. You know, how, how do you, what are some of the ways that a person as a, as a parent of a third culture kid can prepare for that emotional sort of roller coaster that that might take them on? So what we do in our program, it's really, it's about raising TCKs. So in the program itself, it is more about helping parents doing their parenting job. And then we have pod session and where we have smaller uh, groups. But what we also do is the group coaching or even individual coaching where we really go and say, okay, is this a topic, you know, a smaller group, four to max six people would Mm. be then coached on a certain topic. And sometimes it's so personal that people say okay yeah I I really would need a little bit more support there and then we do it in a one-on-one so for this big program let's say it's more learning 
you know, what is TCK, benefits, challenges, identity, how to deal with grief and, and more the teaching aspect there okay. and learning from each other. That's a right. very big part of this program, this community building, just to know I'm not the only one. I'm sure. not the only one struggling. You're doing the same. Oh, you do. You too. Oh, yes. okay. yeah. yeah. That's already yeah. helps. Yes. So, but then for, for the more personal stuff, yeah, there's the group coaching sure. or the individual coaching. So you recommend that if there's a parent struggling with that, that they just get themselves some sort of individual su- yeah. support um, with uh uh, with courses such as yours. So tell us a bit about this course that you're, you're running for, for parents and can anyone join from anywhere? Uh, just give us, can you just give me a little insight about that? Yeah. So we, we, we just, uh, uh, my, my partner and I, Alison Goldstein, she's also a, a coach, also transitioning expert coach. And we founded this global parenting and it's a virtual course, uh, which comes with uh, COVID now very handy, but even without COVID, it's really everyone can join from all over the the globe. And we just ran this program by the beginning of the year with two groups from really the Americas, Europe to Asia. And uh, it, it, it is about, it's, it's a virtual course. As I said, it will be two times, three weeks where you learn in the first foundation course, what is a TCK? So getting to know, getting familiar with the term, third culture kid, identity issues, benefits and challenges. And there is this uh, so-called transition cycle because when you move, you are in different stages. Mm -hmm. It starts Mm -hmm. with when you know you're going to move and then some other stages until you are where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And then in the follow-on program, the advanced, there we go more into the fears what okay. you have as parents and to be careful not to project your fears on your kids. Because yeah. as we said before, it may be different. My fears may not be the fears of my kids. We also talk about values and uh, another big topic you were asking me before, where I said one of the biggest one is identity. The other one is leaving grief, saying yeah. goodbye, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is a constant thing they need to do yeah? either yeah. because they are leaving or their best friend is leaving. Mm, and this is mm. a constant hard lesson. And I remember that David Pollock once said that a TCK experienced far more losses and goodbyes than any adults, normal adults, monoculture adults in their whole mm, life. What experience, yeah, sure, sure. Because sure, this sure. is constant. And this is a big thing to help the children to say a proper and good goodbye mm, and mm, not... Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah just to help them to understand how to process their feelings and that they have the right to those feelings. Absolutely. And this right. is so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's mm-hmm. their right because yeah, it sucks to leave yeah? sure. when you're just happy there. Sure. And you have your sure. best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, we're coming sort of to the end of our interview, but I would I just would like you to maybe uh, give the audience listening who might be who just found out they are, do you know, a global parent and that they do have TCA kids, uh, TCK kids. Um, what would be three uh, tips of advice you could give them to start their journey um, to, to really, you know, learning how they can start to to know more about how to be better at that. Mm-hmm. So first of all, getting clear for yourself that you are raising TCKs. Yeah? So are you moving a couple of times in their developmental years and uh, exposing them to different cultures? And if when you know this, say, okay, that's what it is. Go and find some help 
yeah, mm. with mm. expat coaches, uh, people who can help you there. And definitely also always connect to on Facebook. There's always these expat groups, you know, when you know, sure. so let's say I live in Sweden and I would move to Dubai, reach out to anybody in Dubai. So in your next host culture country to, to, to get uh, support. But when it comes to raising your TCKs, it's really uh, the tools I mentioned before. I can't you know, emphasize enough. Go back to the superpowers of your children. They mm. know it. They can do it. Remind sure. them of mm. how they manage it. Go and acknowledge their feeling and validate them. Don't belittle them. Mm. And don't or ignore it. Know, Try to ignore it because it's uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Right. And really, when it comes to, 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 to leaving, it's the grief path. It's this have a good goodbye. We always have the four Ps, people, places, pets, and possession. And <laughs> say goodbye to all four of them oh. if you need to. Sometimes the pets is really hard, but also places. Yeah? Sure. You have places sure. where you love to be. Go there. Make plan to go yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's some really sound and beautiful advice to support families and children. And that is so important, can be so delicate at the same time. Well, I want people to know where they can find you, where they can find your program. So if you could just uh, tell us where people can find you, um, how they, if they wanted more information about your program and things like that, where they could go. Lovely too. Thank you. Yeah. One is uh, the Instagram account, Global Parenting. Okay. That's where we put something out there of our program. Um, I'm finding findable in um, Facebook under my either global parenting or my name, which is a little bit more complicated, the, the whole name, but I think you put it in the show notes or something. Yes, Cornelia okay. Asanga Lexa. And that's the same on LinkedIn. And my website is CAL, that's my initials, minus coaching.com. And there you find all the information about global parenting and what else you would like to know about my coaching. Okay, great. So for those who are listening, please know that I will be putting all the contact details um, for um, Global Parenting and for uh, her coaching directly in the description on the site of WRP. You can also find it on my Facebook page, Monday Young Coaching or Instagram. I will be putting posts up uh, with all the information that you need there. So I just want to thank you so much for coming and sharing, uh, this knowledge with us, which I think a lot of people can, would have definitely have benefited from. I know that I have, right. So I would thank, thank everyone you. for listening to us today here on WRP. And I look forward to speaking with you next time. Thank you. Thank you very much Monday for everything that I could share. And, uh, Wish you all the best and looking forward to our next conversation. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>